everyone. Good morning. And it's a lovely spring morning. It's a beautiful morning. Really enjoying the weather these past few days. And uh, you're very welcome if you're a visitor. Uh, they haven't been here maybe before. You're very welcome to our service. And anybody that's watching online as well, can I just reiterate that, that you're very welcome uh, to join us this morning. I have uh, a few announcements. Uh, the next meeting of the Men's Fellowship will take place next Saturday, that's 10th of June, when they will be visiting the Livingstone Centre in Kalinchi. Uh, and please see the order of service for details of the event and let Bill Aiken know if you intend to go along. And Bill was saying to me just before the service there that you can bring your spouse with you if you want to. Okay, you can bring the woman are invited as well. Okay, so next Sunday is another of our messy church events. There are flyers in the vestibule. We'd encourage you to take some to give to your family, friends, or neighbours. Absolutely everyone is welcome. Thank you. And last week we highlight, highlighted the current staffing needs at Sunnyside House. If you know of someone who'd be interested in working uh, at Sunnyside House, please encourage them to check out details on the PCI website and details are also given in the order service. Please also pray for this current need that the vacancies will be filled soon. Uh, there's a date for your diary or AGM will take place on Tuesday the 20th of June at half past seven. And uh, it was sad uh, to find out about the passing of Janice Bradley um, I know she had a big part to play in this church with Doug for many, many years, and uh, I'm sure she'll be greatly missed by many of you. And um, the, the funeral service is, is going to be taking place in Knock Presbyterian Church on Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. There'll be no parents and toddlers uh, this Tuesday morning because many of the volunteer staff want to attend the funeral, and that's understandable. Uh, I've got a wee card, um, a sympathy card for Doug and his family, and it's in the vestibule. Evelyn's looking after that. If you would like to sign it, uh, please do so, and I will please feel free to use the back of the card if you run out on the main part. Uh, and I'll give it to Doug and his family on Tuesday when I see them in Knock Presbyterian. Let me, I think that's all of the announcements. So let, let me just uh, read for you now a passage as we start our service. The theme today uh, being our, our, uh, our children's and young people's service, the theme is childlike humility. You'll see that on your order of service. So let me just start by reading what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 to 5. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. How precious children and young people are to God. 
and uh, it's great to have a service where uh, four children, four young people, where we can pray for them, where we can pray for the leaders uh, and the work that they do. So we're going to stand and let, let me just pray. Let me just hand the service over to God and then we'll stand and praise God with I am marching. Father, we just we want to thank you for the beautiful weather that we're having. Um, we thank you, Lord, more for our children. We thank you for our grandchildren. We thank you for our young people, for the youth fellowship, for the Bible class, for Sunday club. We thank you for the people who are dedicated, Lord, in all of those services throughout the year in serving our young people and serving this church in the youth uh, area of young people. And we just pray, God, that you would be with us today, that there would be fun, that there would be fellowship, but there would be something very serious and very reverent coming from your heart to ours this morning. In Jesus' name, may you be glorified and praised. Amen. So let's stand and let's, we're going to do I Am Marching in the light of God, okay? So if you want to do the actions, you can. Okay, Sunday Club have done a little video for us, which we've always enjoyed in the past, so we're going to watch that now.
to the Sunday Club. Okay, um, so we're going to ask that someone from the Bible class is going to come and pray. Oh, it's on the screen, sorry. Dear God, we come before you look at on this special day in summer. We celebrate the work that is done for our children and young people. We pray, Lord, as for the service this morning and ask for acceptance to all that we do. We thank for the year that has passed when you've blessed us in many ways. We thank you for our friends, leaders, and we thank for you for Sunday Club, Bible Class and Youth Fellowship. We remember the many outings that Youth Fellowship have enjoyed during the year and fun learning experience we've had. We pray, Lord, for safety that we do and you would help us encourage other young people. We pray for our world that is, there is war and so many people who are in real need. We ask to bless all the congregants, old and young alike. We thank you that all that we all come together this morning as all age family to worship you and enjoy your presence. We pray for the activities planned for the summer months and your help as we move forward. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And a Bible reading, uh, Matthew 18, verses 1 to 7. At the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called to a little child to him and placed the child among them and said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, and whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and being drowned in the deep depths of the sea. Woe to the world, because one of the things that cause people to stumble, such things must come to woe the person through whom they come. Thank you. Uh, I'd just like to ask the, the uh, leaders, the Youth Fellowship leader, Amy, and the Bible class leader, Barry, and Ben, drop in leader, just going to interview them, uh, let you know a wee bit about them, uh, open their world to you a wee bit. So, <laughs> all right, okay, I'll come around here. Um, okay, Amy, first of all, Youth Fellowship leader, hope your exams are going all right, are they? Yeah. Good, 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 good. Uh, when does Youth Fellowship meet, Amy? 
Um, so youth, youth fellowship meets from 7.30 to 10 p.m. Alternate Friday nights, usually over in the SPU hall. Um, but we have a group chat and things to let you know if plans change, as sometimes they do. Um, but yeah, no, so that's usually when we meet. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, what's, what's the age group, did you say? Um, so Youth Fellowship is for teenagers aged 12 to 18, so if you're in big school, you're very welcome to come along um, and join us. Okay, tell me just a, a typical night at the Youth Fellowship, what do you do? Well, firstly, there is no typical night because, <laughs> as with teenagers, everything is just a little bit chaotic. Um, but normally, we try and do a challenge to begin with. So we have two teams, and usually it's a wacky challenge like banana surgery or dance battles or something like that, um, whatever my brain has come up with that week. And then we normally would do an activity. So over Easter, we had a big Easter egg hunt. Um, we've done different cooking challenges um, and just lots of crazy fun things and then finally to finish off the night we have some snacks and a bible discussion um, so yeah it's lots of fun and good crack and um, if you're sitting in the congregation today interested please do come and speak to me at the end thank you Amy and we do really want to be a part of what's going on in the youth fellowship and in all youth activities what is there that we can do to help you um, well, I suppose if you see a teenager or a young person in the congregation, just smile at them and give them a wave and maybe go over and say hello to them because, you know, it can be a bit scary walking in here. Um, and I know quite a lot of our new youth have started coming along to church and they actually come along by themselves without any family. So if you do see them, please do, like, smile at them and um, make them feel really welcome. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. One more question. What would you like us to pray for? Um, well, really, with Youth Fellowship, um, what I really want them to know is that they have a place here and that they are so, so welcome and that they have a place in this community and this church family. So if you could pray for them that they would really just experience both God's love and our love um, just at any time that they're in this church building, that would be really, really great. Thank you very much, Amy. Yeah, that's that's incredible, right? Uh, Barry, <laughs> you're on now. Okay, sorry. Just come right in here. Here, uh, can I just ask you what, what is the Bible class? What, what, and when's it on? So the Bible class is what happens when we all go out um, after uh, the first part of the service, and um, we meet upstairs in the lounge of the SPU, and. Um, we do various activities, we chat about the week, we often do a prayer together, and then we do some Bible study together. Um, I think it's very important actually for young people to learn to read their Bibles. And um, last year we did the entire book of Mark, and then this year, uh, if people remember the Essential 100, which we did in the church three or four years ago, we're actually working our way through that, which actually takes you in 100 readings from Genesis right through to Revelation. Um, so we've been doing that at the moment. That'll take us a while now to get to the end of that one. I think, I think we're in about week eight. <laughs> but anyway, it's a blessing. That's great. Well, thank you, bye. And uh, tell me this, do you have to attend this church? you know, to be a member, do you have to attend to belong to the Bible class? 
Uh, no, I mean, that's something that we try and encourage. But as Amy says, you know, she uses youth fellowship as a way to try and encourage young people to come along to Bible class. Um, we see it very much as a step towards having a more meaningful relationship with God. You know, we try and um, explain the Bible carefully. We try and, and make sure the message is, is very clear and understood and so on. So it's about gradual maturity of your spiritual life and your faith. Thank you. Um, what would you like us to, to pray for? Uh, well, first of all, Barry, if there's anything this church could do to assist you, what would that be? So I would say if you're driving to church in the morning and you see a teenager, just kidnap them and bring them. Um, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's, there, there's, there's lots of um, very important ex-policemen and so on in the congregation, so I'm sure we would get off. But, um, you know, I, I do think it's really important to try and encourage young people to think about the Christian life as not being this uh, alternative for a tiny percentage of the population, that it's something that actually adds blessing to everyone's life. And certainly that's the work that Amy's trying to do in, in Youth Fellowship, and we try and support her with that through the Bible class. So I guess the prayers related to that, you know, please pray that our numbers go up, because when there's seven, eight, nine of us in the room, it's such a blessing, but there's so many times we get one or two and, uh, you know, that's difficult to have the conversation in the same way when, when the numbers are small. That's great. Well, Ben, okay. Well, we'll come to you now, Ben. When is the drop-in centre open? Can you let us? Yes, we're in our infancy still, quite new. We are open on Tuesday nights from 7 till half 8. Okay. And what's the age group? Be succinct. Uh, P7 through to year 12, which is about 11 till about 16. That's currently under review, but yeah, that's roughly what we're at. Mainly we get around first to third year, a bit of a younger group, but that's who we're open for. And we've had a few older folk too. Thank you, Ben. Uh, so can you tell me, just like what Amy was saying, a typical evening? Maybe it's not a typical evening, just like... Yeah, so uh, us leaders meet at half six, chat through the night, have a pray, and then the young people arrive into the middle building and go upstairs, which we've done a few renovations to, so they'll come upstairs, so we've got some board games for them, some pool, some ping pong, Denise makes a mean toasty, I don't know if she's here, but you've got to try one of Denise's toasties, and there's also an Xbox, and just some good hanging out. Then halfway through the night, we've been looking through Mark's Gospel, a bit like the Bible class did. Really short and sweet talks because a lot of our members don't come to church. So we've been just introducing them to that and that's been a real blessing for us. Thank you, Ben. I know you've had a couple of special evenings. What, what, what have they been? Yeah, so we wanted to try and mix it up a bit. So we've been to Airtastic, which was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, at least a few if you got that one. Uh, we've done a quiz night with some pizza. We had a guy called Joe from The Gathering Drum come where you play drums. He's awesome, would recommend him. And then just last week we went to Groomsport Beach and we're blessed with this amazing weather for a wee beach night. And then we're going to do something for our last night at the end of June here. To be confirmed, but we're trying to keep up something special each month or so. 
Is there anything, Ben, this church could do to help promote the drop-in centre? Yeah, just if you have any children or with our congregation, grandchildren more than likely, uh, or even great-grandchildren for some of us who could come along, please do invite them uh, or say to a friend or a neighbour who you know has a teenager, just say to them, let them know that it's happening. Um, you know, we've already been blessed to see it grow from small to bigger and fluctuate, but yeah, just tell people. What would you like us to pray for? Yeah, so really the main prayer would be for leaders for next year. My team have served really faithfully, but um, aren't able to continue next year. So just be praying that um, some new leaders could come forward to help it so that it can actually happen next year. Um, and just pray that more young people, um, especially from the community, can keep coming along um, to be slowly introduced to God and his word, um, and just that, yeah, it'll continue to grow and develop. Okay, thank you very much. Um, just, just to say, young people and children are so important to this congregation, and we want to promote it. Being, growing up as a young person and growing up as a teenager is very difficult today. It's a lot more difficult than when, when I was young. And I remember Rob Parsons, Care for the Family, said about back in his day, um, when you sort of got up to mischief where there were things that you shouldn't really be doing, it was sort of shunned, and it was like you were hiding out the back door. But he says today, nowadays, for young people, all the doors are open, and you're made to feel left out, if you're, and, and, and almost a chicken, if you don't try all these things. It's difficult being a young person today. So I want this as a congregation, I want us to pray for our young people, I want us to pray for our children, I want us to show an interest in them and support them in all we can. And uh, I really do appreciate, appreciate Ben and appreciate Barry and, and uh, Amy and, and all the leaders that put so much work and effort into helping our young people. So please make it a priority of yours to pray for them and I'd like to bring very much more than they are. I'd like to bring them right into the center of the congregation. So let me just, let me pray for each of those, these things, um, for the fellowship and for the Bible class and for the drop-in center. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for all of our young people. Lord, how you love them so much. God, forgive us when Sometimes it feels that they are pushed to the sidelines. Sometimes it feels that they're sitting on the sub-bench. And Father, that what they have to say is not important. Forgive us, God, when we, 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 we do that. And, and Father, I pray that you would look after our young people. Bring them in. Lord, there are so many young ones in this community. Father, we've seen it in the... In, in the uh, in the different events that we have had. Lord, young people coming in, children coming in. God, we want to have a, 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 an influence on their lives. We want to be a support to them. We want to care for them. We want to be a listener for them. And Lord, I pray God lead us and give us wisdom for that. But Father, I pray, Lord, I pray for the youth fellowship. And yes, Amy just would love just young ones to come 
to come in and to feel welcome, to feel that they belong, that they have a safe place to come. And I pray for that. I pray, God, for, for everything that goes on in the youth fellowship. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would anoint all that goes on, anoint Amy and all the leaders, and please, God, just bring folk into that place where they'll know that they're loved by God and that they're loved by us. Father, we pray for the Bible class, and yes, the buzz that it can be, Father, when it's seven or eight or nine people, and it's harder when there's just one or two. We just pray, bring them in, Lord, for their sakes, but also for the sake of the encouragement for the leaders as well. Lord, that they might feel encouraged and inspired and, and can't wait to get back the next week because they've had such a good week this week. Lord, bless Barry and, and all the, the leaders that take part. Lord, we pray also for, um, for, for uh, the drop-in centre. We thank you, God, this is a new venture. We thank you, Lord, for the young people that have been coming, most who don't go to this church at all. Lord, people who are just looking for something different, looking for something else, looking again for a safe place. We pray that you'd bless Ben and the work that he does there. And we pray, God, that you would, would anoint the whole, uh, whole drop-in centre, that it might be a lighthouse to, to those uh, who are looking and, and in need for comfort and care, Lord, and encouragement. So we ask these things, Lord, and we thank you for what you're going to do in this place amongst our young people in the future. We thank you in advance because you're a God who's a heart for young people. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do in the, in the, in the years to come. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks very much. So <clears throat> we're going to collect the offering uh, now. Thank you.
to you this sorry <laughs> Father we bring these offerings to you this morning and we pray God that you would uh, take them and use them in this congregation for the extension of the kingdom of God and particularly for the extension of the kingdom of God amongst young people and children in Jesus name Amen going to stand and sing our second uh, uh, song of praise this morning. He's got the whole world in his hands. I'm going to hand over uh, to Michael for a uh, Bible class quiz. Okay, um, well we couldn't have a Sunday morning without having a quiz or you would all be very disappointed. And uh, don't worry, we'll not be asking questions about football this year. Um, there were too many complaints last year, so... Um, First thing uh, I need to do is I need to get two people. We're going to have our, our two normal teams. We've got team A and we've got team B, and that's split right down the middle. And I need two volunteers who can keep score, two trustworthy people. Anybody? Would you like to come up? Yes? Very good. That's your little board, and you can write the score on that, okay? Okay, and I'll be a volunteer from Team B. Yes, yes, come on. You can come up too. There you go. And there's your pen. Sorry, I don't know your name. I'm Lily. Lily, you're very welcome, Lily. And, of course, your name is? Jackson. Jackson. We all know that. How would we not know that? Right. Our questions are all about numbers from the Bible. Okay. And our first question to uh, team A is, can anybody tell me how many apostles or disciples there were? 
12, very good. That's, that's one point. Okay. The team B. And can anybody in team B tell me how many years the children of Israel were in the wilderness? It's meant to be for children. So that's okay. We'll give you a point for that. He's right. He's correct. You only answer one question. Okay. Uh, back to team A. Can anybody tell me how many days it took God to create the earth? What do you say? What do you say, Daisy? Any help from the uh, Very good. Six, there you go, sir. How many points have you got? Two. Very good. Okay, back to team B. Um, how many... This is a difficult question, so maybe the adults could help. I didn't even know the answer to this myself. Uh, so, there you go. And it's not about football. Um, how many of the 12 tw tribes of Israel were lost? And it comes from 1 Kings chapter 11. How many of the tribes of Israel were lost? Any takers in that? Sorry? Sorry? Ten, did you say? That's actually correct. Very good. Should we get in the bonus for that? Very good. Okay. Um, I'm glad you find that funny. Um, back to team A. Um, an easy question. Easy. We'll give you an easy question. Um, well, it, it is for children. Um, it's meant for children, not for. Um, how many days passed between Jesus's death and resurrection? Three. Very good. He seems to be answering all your questions. Okay. Okay, back to wonderful team B. How many days and nights did it rain during the Great Flood? Anybody has anybody been listening in Bible class? <laughs> what do you say? Forty, that's correct. Forty days and nights, that's correct. And Back to team A. I'm going to try and get somebody rather than Ethan to answer this, okay? <laughs> For how many days did Jesus fast before Satan came tempting? It was about to say last. No, it's fast. How many days did Jesus fast before he was tempted by Satan? Any tickers on that? 40. Very good as well. So how many, many points have you got there? Four? How many points have you got? Three? That's should be four. Was it only three? You want more question? That's okay, sorry, just testing, just testing, you're right, three it is. We'll stick to football. Um, okay, we'll give you an easy question. Um, how many days and nights was Jonah in the body of the great fish? Takers on that? How many days was Jonah 
Days and nights was Jonah in the belly of the great fish. I have to take your first answer. It's actually three. So you get a duck there, you're only on three. It's terrible. Okay. Next question. Um, how, and it's back to the story of Noah. How many of the unclean animals, how many of each unclean animal did Noah gather into the ark? Very good. You've obviously been listening in Bible class. It's one pair, which is two. Very good. Okay, we'll give this team here an easy question. How many commandments did the Lord give to Moses on the tablets? Ten, very good. That's another point. So there we go. Right, now we get on to slightly more difficult questions. I'm glad we did the story of Noah in the Bible class because we're back to Noah again. <laughs> During the flood, how many people were on the ark? Any takers in that one? Very good. That's correct. You, you obviously were listening, Nathan. There was Noah and his wife, his three sons and their three wives, so that makes eight. Very good. Um, that's a tricky one. You know that it rained for 40 days and 40 nights after it stopped on the ark? After it stopped raining, how many days was it before Noah's ark rested on the mountains of Ararat? I didn't know this either. What? Try a wee bit more. For many days. Two? It was actually 150. You're very close. Nice easy question for this side. Israel was both a family and a great nation. How many tribes belonged to the family? Twelve. Twelve. Very good. And back to our team B here. Um, the story of Joseph. Joseph's brothers were jealous of him because Jacob, his father, favoured him. They conspired to get rid of him and they put him in a pit. But he was rescued from the pit. How many pieces of silver was he sold for? Sorry, you're getting all the difficult questions. <laughs> How many pieces of silver? What? Not enough. Not enough? Okay. Any advance on not enough? Sorry? That's what I thought, but actually it was 20. So there you go. Right. Ruth was a wonderful daughter-in-law. She was so wonderful that at the end of the book of Ruth, she was pronounced to be a better daughter-in-law than how many sons? Talking about mother and daughter-in-law relationships here. Any takers on that? I didn't know this either. It's a very learning experience. <laughs> you send seven? That's correct. Very good. 
Not very knowledgeable people in your town. And last but not least, we'll give you an easy question. Moving on to the New Testament, we think about the ministry of Jesus and he healed many people. Once he healed a group of lepers and only one of them returned to thank him. How many were healed? Many lepers were healed. Any takers? It's not, any, it's not a difficult question. Ten. Very good. And how many points has Team B got? Five. And how many is Team A? Eight. Well, there we go. Team A, definitely the best. Thank you so much. Okay. And I think, do you want all the leaders to come up at this stage? If, if, please don't be shy if you're involved with Bible class, youth fellowship or whatever, Sunday club. Please come up because Mark, I think, is going to say a wee prayer for us. Thank you, Michael. Okay. I want you to have a good look at these folk. Um, if you have children, grandchildren, um, these are the folk that are going to look after them. These are the folk that have, have been caring for them and have their interests at heart. And it's not an easy task by any means. And I just want to thank them all very much on behalf of the congregation and from my, the bottom of my heart for all the work that you do, which is so unseen often and it's so faithful in what they do. So I've got a prayer I'd like to pray now for, uh, for the youth leaders. In Isaiah 54, verse 17 to 18, when Isaiah was writing with regards to people who serve the Lord, he writes, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you, God, shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I come before you on behalf of our youth leaders this morning. Please crush any weapon formed against them, and do not allow it to prosper. God, we pray that you will grant our leaders the spirit of Solomon so that they may have sound wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Lead them with the Holy Spirit, Guide them that they may do your work and lead our children and young people. Father, I thank you that you are the joy of our strength. I ask that you grant joy and strength to our youth leaders. In the midst of challenges, help them to push through, even though their spirits feel weak and their thoughts tell them to quit. Help them to condition themselves to draw on your strength and not their own. Father, I thank you for our youth leaders and the blessings they bring to this congregation. I pray that you will help them to walk in determination, steadfastness, and endurance. Give them the strength to finish what they have started and endure to the end, just as Christ endured the cross. May they feel the support from the rest of the congregation and be encouraged by many. May we as the congregation never forget to hold our children and youth leaders close to our hearts and high in our priorities for prayer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And 
if there's anyone here this morning um, or maybe watching online who would like to be involved with, with youth work in this church, can I just really encourage you to, to speak to any of these leaders about it? Uh, we particularly uh, have need of, of leaders for, for the drop-in from September. Uh, we'll be short on leaders. If you would like to come and be a part of that, would you speak to Ben, our community outreach worker? Um, but just would you give a, a round of applause and appreciation of all that they do all year. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, so there's, there's another reading uh, from the Bible class, Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 16. Bringing little children to Jesus for him to place them in his hands of, on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such of these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not get, receive the kingdom of God like little children will not enter it. Amen. And now a prayer uh, from someone in the Bible class. Let us pray. Dear God, we bring our prayers of thanksgiving to you this morning. We thank you for Bible class which meets each week and helps us to learn more about Jesus and the Bible. We thank you for our leaders who teach us each week and allow us to have fun as we learn about you. We pray for all the children and young people in this area. We ask that you would protect us during these difficult times and help us to stay safe. Thank you for this service of worship this morning when we call all to take part. We ask that our worship would be pleasing to you. Help us always to remember you and know that we can trust you to keep us safe. Please be with us over the summer and allow us to grow in your ways. Amen. Amen. Uh, so we're going to stand, we're going to sing My God is so big, okay, and uh, let's get the actions and do the actions and get the, get the adrenaline pumping through our veins a wee bit uh, before Ben comes to speak to us.
Hello. Okay. Good morning, everybody. What a privilege to be here on this children and young people's service. Boys and girls, do you want to come join me up at the front? There's plenty of cozy seats this morning. That's good. Great. Come on up. And as you're coming up, as we've talked about, our theme today is childlike humility. But what's that? Why have I chosen it? I'm glad you asked. Well, good morning. How are we all? Yeah? Good, good. Well, I am very excited to be here this morning. Hands up, boys and girls, if you trust your mummy or your daddy. I was expecting all hands to go up. Maybe Jackson, you're a bit older. I get that. But, but you trust them, right? Okay, that's good. I want to put that to the test. Is your parent or someone here with you this morning? Lily? Yeah? Could I invite whoever brought Lily up here? For a minute. L- Lily, come, come, up, come up here, please. See, often I ask questions, but, well, let's see if this is true. Now, you've probably all seen this before, but you would trust your mum, wouldn't you? Okay. Would you trust her enough to fall into her arms? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you stand here. Will you, ca- will, will you catch her? Of course. And you trust her. No questions. Okay, let's give her a count of three. Three, two, one. Hey! You see, knew she would catch it. Okay, you can sit down, Mum. That's brilliant. So, you passed the test. You trusted your mum. Kids, you can enjoy being young. And not often I get to say that. Because when you're your age, you trust your mummy or your daddy. And you don't question them much, maybe sometimes. But as you start to get a bit older, you start to trust yourself more than you trust them. Well, as I say, our theme is humility or humble. H-U-M-B-L-E. Can you all say that word? Humble. Anyone know what it means? Anyone else in the audience? Any of our teenagers know what the word humble means? Any of our adults know what the word humble means? Anyone want to shout out? What does humble mean? Yeah, it's one of those hard words to describe, isn't it? Well, the best I could find is to be humble, is to think of yourself less, to put others first. And Jesus uses the picture of little children. We heard that in our readings, didn't we? Now, often we think those passages are about Jesus telling how awesome you kids are, and he does. You are awesome. We love having you here. But actually, Jesus is giving us a picture of what we are to be like. Jesus said, unless you become like little children to receive God, you cannot enter heaven. So what's he talking about? Well, that word little children could be translated as babies. Jesus is saying, unless you become like a baby or a really young child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. What can a baby do without its mummy or daddy? It can cry. Yeah, but in order to help itself, what can a baby do without its mummy or its daddy? Silence. Good. Nothing. That's the answer. A baby without the help of its parent or carer can do nothing on its own. It is utterly in need of its parent. And you know, that's what Jesus calls us to be like with God. So why does he use the picture of a baby? Well, first of all, why doesn't? 
hands up if you've ever annoyed your mum or your dad. Hands up if you've ever annoyed your mum or your dad. Yeah, that's it. Everyone in the room. We've all done it. We've all disobeyed our mum or our dad, those who care for us. And you might remember, boys and girls, but a few weeks ago, we were looking at that word saved, S-A-V-E-D. Anyone remember what the S stood for? Sin. Sin. Straight up. Good. Yeah, sin. And sin is when we disobey God. And Jesus isn't using the picture of children because, you know, you guys are any more innocent than us. Now, the Bible says that even in our mummy's tummy we sin. That's not good. Well, the reason Jesus uses the picture of babies is because, we've already said, a baby can do nothing without its parent. A baby, and especially you guys as well, trust your parent without having to question them much. And also when you're your age, you don't really care what others think about your relationship with your parents. Maybe Jackson, you're getting to that age where it's not cool to be with your mum. But for you guys, you would happily cry in public to your mum. You would hug her or your dad, whoever it is. But when you get older, that might be a bit embarrassing, wouldn't it? To cry in public, to show your need for your parent in public. But when you're young, you don't care what others think. You just care what your parent thinks. You care about them most. And that's how we're to think about God. We're to care what he thinks about us the most. So then you're probably thinking, Jesus, you're telling us to become like a little baby, but how? I'm, I'm a kid, I'm a teenager, I'm an adult. How can I become like a baby? Well, I'm glad you asked, because there's a guy in the Bible who asks that exact same question. Jesus is talking about this sort of thing. In John chapter 3, he tells this fella, you need to be born again. You need to become like a baby again. And then this guy goes, well, how, how can I be born again? How can I become a baby when I'm an adult, when I'm old? It's a good question, isn't it? How? The answer? God. <laughs> I'll get on to that in a second. But I just want to quote. There's this Christian guy who once said this about us coming to God. We come to God with our hands open, with nothing to give and everything to receive. You know like when you're down in Bangor and there's some people who have less money than us, who are uh, in bad situations, maybe need a bit of help, and they'll hold their hand out, maybe looking for some help. That's almost how we come to God. Like a baby and like a beggar. We come realizing we have nothing to offer God. See, Jesus tells us in John 3 verse 19 that everyone who sins, which is all of us who's ever lived, don't come to the light. We don't come to God on our own. We actually need God to come to us. And God, his spirit works in us. And it's his spirit that allows us to become like little babies again, to be born again. He does that and he's so good because he didn't have to do that. And that idea that we're like little babies, that we have nothing to give God. It goes back to our theme, doesn't it? It humbles us. It makes us think less of ourselves. Because often we like to think, don't we, that on our own, we're good enough for God. You know, if I die, I haven't killed anyone, I haven't stolen, it's all good. But Jesus says in Mark 10, 18, that there is none good but God. 
And he uses this picture of the baby to say that all of us need to recognize that we have nothing to give. It's God alone who gives. Because remember that a baby can do nothing apart from its parent. We can do nothing apart from God. And so, if you haven't already, maybe you're here today and you don't know God yet, you come to him like a, like a little baby. He'd love to receive you. And boys and girls, you've listened very well. I just want to say a few words to our adults for a minute here. Two things. First of all, church, as has been said, we have such an honor and a privilege to be able to teach our young people and to look after them. And we've also got a real burden there. You know, Jesus made that clear in the readings. He said that it's better for a millstone, a heavy stone, to be tied around someone's neck than to lead a child astray. That's not a nice thing to think about, but that's what Jesus says. We need to take our children seriously in how we uh, act around them and what we teach them from the Bible. Because if we get angry when someone hurts our children, how much more would God when someone hurts his children? Do you know? Uh, and the other thing that's important for us as a church as well is there's a difference, and this goes for all of us, between a childlike faith that we're looking at this morning and a childish faith. Because a, a lot of us, you know, I think it's easy to stay around what we're comfortable with and what we learn about God and not grow in our knowledge. But for good reason, the Bible tells us in Ephesians 4, 14, to not be children anymore, tossed to and fro by the waves, but to grow up into Christ, just like we're to come to God like babies. We, we grew up in that. Or as the writer to the Hebrew says, to move past the elementary principles of Jesus. And that's for good reason, because, you know, if we know some of the basics, but then someone comes along and shares some wacky idea, we need to be able to know how to defend ourselves, defend the faith. So, just like we grow, start as babies, we grow up into Christ. But, let's take encouragement from that to keep reading our Bibles, as has been said, and to grow as a church in our knowledge of how good God is. Okay, that's my rant done. Boys and girls, I'd love to pray for you. And if you're going to take anything away from what I've said, apart from your parent as a baby, you can do nothing. Apart from God, you can do nothing. So let me pray for you and for all of us here this morning. Dear God, I thank you so much for our children and our young people. I thank you that your word shows us the importance of our children and of our young people. And Lord, how humbling it is that we can do nothing apart from you. We really are like little babies. We have nothing to offer you. We're like beggars. And Lord, I plead with you that anyone who doesn't know you here could come to you in that way with their hands out because you are a good God and you will give to them. Help them to come to you, I pray, Lord. And for our leaders, I pray, and for our church, that all of us can continue to grow, continue to nurture these young people, continue to help grow them up through your word into godly young men and women. Raise up 
generation of godly Christians that can make a difference in this dark world, that can make more disciples and continue to grow your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. But thank you so much for this morning, God. And I pray each of us can be humble in coming to you. And I ask these things in Jesus' name, who alone can save. Amen. Thank you, Ben. A good illustration of humility or being humbled would have been all Manchester United supporters were humbled yesterday. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Ben. We're going to stand and we're going to sing Who Put the Colors in the Rainbow? Just before I say the benediction, you know probably that um, a lot of our young people um, are going through examinations at the moment. It's a high point in their year. So we're going to pray for them now. And that's some of our young people couldn't be here this morning because uh, they're so caught up in the, the studies, which we, all, we can all recognize the pressure that there is. We can remember back to the days when we did exams. Um, so we want to want to think about them and pray for them. Father, we just uh, we think about our teenagers, particularly Lord, those who are doing GCSEs, those who are doing A levels, Lord, and the pressure that's that's on them. 
Father, we just pray that uh, as they study now, as they are at home or wherever they are, Father, that you would help them during these coming days and weeks. God, I pray, Father, that you would help them to have time to relax, to refresh themselves. We pray, Father, that you would help them, Lord, to enjoy their families and, Lord, to also study well. Help them, give them the strength, give them the, the, the mental uh, strength, Lord, to keep going and to focus. And I pray that you would bless the work that they have put in uh, over the years and that they would be truly encouraged by the results uh, in August. Lord, we pray be with them now and bless them. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen.